I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Up next, C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. The battle is on between conservative pundit Candace Owens and Cardi B. Virtually what we were looking at last night was a lesbian sex scene being simulated on television. And this is considered feminist. It's iconic. It's forward. It's progressive. This is the way the world needs to go. This feels more sinister. Oh, snappity snap snap. Hi guys, CJ Pearson here. Welcome to CJ Pearson Uncensored. Happy Friday. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Uh, just with everything that's been going on in terms of like the Grammys and the entire Cardi B, Candace Owens thing. And of course, you have Joe Biden being Joe Biden and, and really all of the cards continuing to fall um, with Andrew Cuomo. Um, but really what I think I want to hit on, because it's, I think first, it's just truly the most amusing to me, um, is that Cardi B actually thinks that she is a representative or the media thinks that she should be representative of the black community and female empowerment. I think, you know, the thing about all this is that it's so indicative of the moral depravity and moral decline of our country that people think that being a strong woman now means being someone like Cardi B who raps about having a quote-unquote wet ass, you fill in the blank, um, you know, or being someone like Cardi B who basically sexualizes her entire self, objectifies her entire self um, in an attempt to be commercially viable and sell music. Um, not selling music is the quality of it, not selling music because she can go bar for bar with the greatest in the industry. Um, not selling music because she's uniquely special or really all that different herself. There are plenty of female rappers just like her who have found exactly what she's found, that sex sells, that, you know, and, and, and you know, use it if you got it, right? Um, but for some reason in 2021, in our warped interpretation of the world, we believe that this is indicative of female empowerment. You know, I just don't agree. And I especially don't agree when you have people like Cardi B being uplifted by the media, uplifted by the culture. And you have other women, other strong, independent women like Candace Owens, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Kaylee McEnany being denigrated and being treated as if they are less than because simply they don't ascribe to this, again, warped idea and view of what female empowerment is and what it should be. Um, because when I think about it, 
And I think when anyone should think about what female empowerment is or what it's supposed to be, it should be about what you want your daughter to grow up to be, how you want your daughter to grow up acting. And I just don't think that anyone in their right mind who truly is going to be a good parent or who is a good parent wakes up in the morning saying, damn, I really want my little girl to be a little bit more like Cardi B. I don't think any father in America is waking up like that. I I don't think any mother in America is waking up like that. And that's for very, very good reason. Hell, I don't think Cardi B is waking up in the morning saying that she wants her daughter to be anything like her. And if she is, somebody might want to call Child Protective Services. Just being real and being honest when I say that because I I just don't get the appeal. Um, Especially in a time where we talk about you know, the Me Too movement, all of these things and how it's important for us to support women. And you have all these people on the left saying the future is female and all of this stuff. Well, if the future is Cardi B, then, oh, my God, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned. And I think a lot of other people are because I think that women deserve a better role model. Women deserve better people to look up to, better people to aspire to um, more than just someone who is going to. Uh, rub their vagina against another woman's on live television, which is supposed to be uh, on a program that's supposed to be supposedly family programming. Um, and I think the person who's really pointed this out better than anyone has been Candace Owens, who actually got into it uh, a lot, a really good bit um, with uh, with Cardi B over this past week. And I've got to tell you, you know, I was very much entertained by it. And this all happened because Cardi B was taken aback by the fact that Candace Owens had a few choice words to say about uh, Cardi B's performance at the Grammys. And let me tell you, or let me, let's, let's, let's let you guys listen uh, to what Candace Owens had to say. Dr. Seuss, gone. Mr. Potato Head, problematic, not enough genders available. We've seen going through the supermarket as a traumatizing experience. We lost Aunt Jemima last year. We lost Land Lakes Butter last year. We lost Uncle Ben and his rice last year because everything is so traumatizing uh, for children to look at. But this, this spectacle, uh, virtually what we were looking at last night was a lesbian sex scene being simulated on television. And this is considered feminist. It's iconic. It's forward. It's progressive. It's the way the world's going, Tucker. And if you don't see that, it's because... You're a bigot. You don't understand. This is the way the world needs to go. I 100% agree with you in the assessment that this feels more sinister. This is starting to me to seem like it's not even left or right. It's not a political issue. This seems like an attack on American values, American traditions, and you're actually actively trying to make children aspire to things that are grotesque. This is not about diversity anymore, Tucker. It's about perversity. We are celebrating perversity in America. So guys, you hear it right there. Candace Owens did not hold back and she took no prisoners when she said that. And that made Cardi B pretty upset, guys. Pretty, pretty upset. So she responded on Twitter in some ridiculous tweet uh, saying something along the lines of, yeah, 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 we made Fox News, guys. Wop, wop, wop. And Candace responded, just at me next time, directly. You are a cancel sell to culture. Young black girls are having their minds poisoned by what you're trying to package and selling them as quote-unquote empowerment. I'm one of the few that has the courage to tell you the truth. You should thank me. And she said, back to this. And this is Cardi B. Back to this. I find it funny that millions of rioters entering and destroying the Capitol, showing enemies and terrorists how weak America's security is, isn't corrosion to our country. But me performing WAP, which again, guys, for those of you who don't know, WAP stands for quote, 
quoting here, wet ass pussy. Um, yeah. Um, when you can monetize your kids from watching is I love the hypocrisy. Um, and then Gannis replies, the reason my comments always get you into your feelings is because deep down, you know what I'm saying is true. You're in a position to empower young women to aspire to something more than taking off their clothes, but you don't feel that you can be more. Uh, and then, you know, Cardi B continues to go on this tangent saying, matter of fact, I'm just going to thank Candy, referring to Candace Owens. She put my performance on Fox News, giving it more views that boosted the views on YouTube and is counting towards my streams and sales. Stream up and WAP. Remember, grown parents, only you can monitor what your kids watch. No one else. It sounded very much like Smokey the Bear there. Only you can prevent wildfires. But that is not it. Oh my God. Candace with the one, two comes back. And does that take issue with you being used to encourage young women to strip themselves of dignity? Men typically treat women how they treat themselves and you know that. And, you know, let's just be real here. Let's be honest. Let's look at the facts. Let's look at how men have treated Cardi B. Uh, you know, Cardi B has been married to or is married or I think they're getting a divorce now. Not really sure what's going on there. But she's been married to a rapper who's a part of the group Migos. His name's Offset. Offset has been well known to be quite the philanderer. She's cheated on Cardi B multiple times, unapologetically, every single time. She takes him back every single time. And everyone just looks and wonders. It's like, how many times does this guy have to cheat on you for you to say that maybe I deserve better? Maybe I deserve more. Maybe my value is just a little bit higher than I think it is. Um, but I think that if you look at the way Cardi B carries herself and, and, she, and she treats herself in public and the way that she projects herself to be in the public eye, I don't think it's actually all that much of a mystery as to why she has not left Offset, about why she continues to allow him to cheat on her time and again, betray the vows of their marriage. And it's because deep down, I think she actually thinks she deserves it. And so then you have to ask yourself again, and I, and I mentioned this, is like, do you really want your daughter to be like Cardi B? Someone who feels if the only inherent value or proposition that they bring to the world, the only thing that they contribute to the world is their body and rapping about their body parts. And, and uh, that is not what I want my daughter to be. And I think that every American would be wise to also reject that notion. But guys, enough of Cardi B. Yes, enough of Cardi B. Uh, we're going to get into some other things about Biden and, and what's going on across the country in terms of gas prices and also a few more things uh, that he's been saying uh, in a recent interview with George Stephanopoulos on ABC News. And we'll talk about that after the break. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The 
biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Welcome back, guys. So this week, Joe Biden actually just did a whole lot of Joe Biden things. Here's the deal. Brock and I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international over depression. What are Joe Biden things you might ask? It's basically like pretending you're doing a whole lot of something while actually doing a whole lot of nothing. It's kind of been the modus operandi for this administration. And it's really why he hasn't had a press conference. Everyone's wondering. They're like, oh, my God, he hasn't had a, pre- a press conference in like, what, 50 days now. Why hasn't he had it? Guys, what the hell would Joe Biden talk about at this press conference? Like, what does he do? He literally has Kamala Harris doing all of these calls with foreign leaders. He's phoning it in almost every single day. I think he ends the workday at around 3.30 p.m. Guys, at my last class on like Tuesdays and Thursdays is until like 7 p.m. And so literally I'm putting more hours as a student at the University of Alabama than Joseph Biden is as president of the United States. And lots of you probably are as well. So kudos to you. That's one thing you can put on your resume or your LinkedIn. I work more than the president of the United States. Um, who would have ever thought? Um, but, you know, it's interesting too. And I, whenever I point that out, I always am kind of like, I'm amused by it because I remember I'm old enough to remember when the media would literally attack Donald Trump for being up too late at night, like for being up at 2 a.m. Like that meant he was off the rocker. He was crazy. He was like just he was just I don't know. He was just too jacked up. He was too high energy for them. Um, and now that Joe Biden is just like, hey, guys, like it's 3 p.m. Uh, I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to call it a day. After literally doing nothing all damn day, I'm going to call it a day at 3 p.m. No press conferences, no big phone calls with world leaders, no big meetings, just him phoning it in. This man saying, I'm exhausted at 3 p.m. Guys, I want you. I want you to try this. Let's see if you get away with it. I want you to go to work. I want you to not do a single thing all day. And then I want you to go to your boss before like three hours for a close and say, hey, man, like, I really like it here. I love the vibe. I love the place. Thanks for having me. But I I got to call it a day. I'm, I'm going to just wrap it up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. I want you to count how many seconds it takes before that man tells you not to come back again. Before they tell you that, ah, well, thanks for coming, but you don't got to come back no more. Yeah. So, again, this is what the president of the United States gets away with now because literally people like to talk about the media as just this third or fourth estate, whatever. Uh, No, they're not. They are literally an arm of the DNC. They work to advance their interests, advance their goals, and you see that every single day. You see with this American Rescue Plan that the Biden administration has been touting where you have Kamala Harris saying, hope is on the way. Um, Well, 
Uh, last time I checked, you know, it was Ronald Reagan, I think, who, who really said it better than him. Some of the scariest words you're ever going to hear in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And that's for good reason, because what we see oftentimes throughout the course of human history, that when the government says they're here to help, they really aren't all that often there to help. They're there to get in your way. They're there to stifle you. They're there to prevent you from actually getting things actually done, because they're a bunch of government bureaucrats who don't know how to do anything, right? They're so distant from actual suffering, so distant from actual the real world, because they live in this Washington bubble. They have no idea of how to really even help you. They don't know your struggles. They don't know your pain. It's exactly why it took so long for this shit to even get done. Because literally, if they actually cared about you and me and I and every American, don't you think that they would have actually put a little bit more pedal to the metal when it comes to actually giving relief to the American people? Guys, they thought it was more important to you, to everyday hardworking Americans who have been hit hard by this pandemic, who have lost their jobs, who have lost hours, who have lost the ability to provide for their families, put food on the table and close their children's back. They thought it was more important to you to go impeach a man who was not even president of the United States anymore. They thought that was more important for the soul of this country, they said, right? And, 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 And they failed at that. They couldn't even get that done. They said they, they impeach him in the House. They have this partisan investigation or whatever. Then it goes over to the Senate and, they, and he gets acquitted. Uh, and so they wasted all that time, all those government resources, all of your tax dollars. Let's really just contextualize this. Uh, I don't really I haven't seen a figure yet of how much this cost, but, but we know it was crazy. Uh, they wasted all that time, all those resources, all that money uh, to try to impeach a president that they couldn't for the second time. Uh, because of just sheer partisanship and just downright hate and vitriol. That is what happened, and that is what has overtaken our political discourse. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, stimulus checks are, are, are starting to go out. I believe they started to go out over the weekend, uh, this past weekend. Uh, and so, you know, uh, I think that that's going to be interesting. But, what, what I, you know, it's funny about all this stimulus check is that you're getting $1,400 dollars. Um, if you qualify, a lot of Americans don't even qualify to get a stimulus uh, check. Uh, a lot of that's probably going to be going into your gas tank because what we see is our, uh, you know, gas prices hitting a record high. Uh, and, and I tweeted, I, you know, I told all these people, you know, because I've seen, I, you know, I have a lot of, I have a diverse friend group of tons of people with different political beliefs and and things like that. And and it's funny from some of my liberal friends how much I've heard them complaining about gas prices, and I'm like. Whoa, like you don't get to complain about gas prices. Like you literally voted for this. Like, you know, I'm a complaint and you're going to listen to me complain. And I'm and I'm a complain all day long as much as I want because I voted for the right person. Uh, but you, my liberal friend, my pronoun touting friend, no. You don't get to talk about gas prices. You don't get to talk about gas prices. If anything, if you really were a true believer, you wouldn't even be paying gas prices. You'd be driving a Tesla. You'd be whipping your Prius. But no, look at you driving that gas guzzler, contributing to climate change and CO2 emissions. Mm. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. Uh, but no, guys, I, it, it, it's so funny. People are actually starting to realize what they voted for. And I've got to admit, I really got to tell you, I'm absolutely here for it. Um, because I told people, and, I, and, I, and after the election, I, after inauguration, I, I, I tweeted this. I was literally like, 
people are going to realize the consequences of their choice. And in 2022, we're going to retake the Senate. We're going to retake the House. And in 2024, we're going to retake the presidency. Because people have to go through some things before they really realize what they've lost, right? People were high, um, you know, uh, were living their best days during the Trump administration. You know, they, they were at the top of the mountain. They were high on the mountaintop. And they didn't think that really America could get bad. They didn't think that there were bad days ahead of there even could be bad days. They had forgotten what bad days were because Trump had delivered a incredible economy, one of the best on, in record history, the lowest black unemployment rate in our nation's history, the lowest black Latino unemployment rate in our nation's history. He was a man who actually did some stuff for America, a man who actually loved talking to the press because he had a lot to say to the press. Even if the press didn't even talk about his accomplishments or the things that he did or all the good that he did for the American people and for America as a whole, um, he still... He still talked to them about these things because he thought they were worthwhile to talk about. But again, as I said, Joe Biden doesn't have those things to talk about because he hasn't really done much of anything. Uh, and it's no surprise because really he's been in politics for how long and he didn't do anything over 47 years. So what makes you think the man's going to do anything now? What makes you think that anything is really going to change about who he was 47 years ago or, 40, or who he has been for the past 47 years and who he is going to be for the next four? Not a single thing. Why people thought there would be a difference or would be a change, well, that's beyond me. Um, but, you know, I guess it is what it is. Come on, man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, outside of body news, there's a lot of other things going around. One story coming out of the University of Georgia, a little bit concerning, has me saying roll tight a little bit louder today. We'll tell you about that right after the break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. So this story is actually was sent to me by a friend of mine who goes to the University of Georgia. Uh, first mistake he made. But in other news, um, just kidding. Love my friends at UGA. <laughs> go dogs! You know, before before it was roll tide for me, it was go dogs. I think that's a lot of people. Um, you know, you come from Georgia to that come here. You know, you grew up dogs fans. My, you know, I grew up in a UGA household, so I, you know. 
Yeah, whatever. Well, I digress. But anyway, so this ecology professor at the University of Georgia, because, of course, they are an ecology professor, basically told his students that they would not be allowed to use Fox News as a source, according to a screenshot obtained exclusively to the Young America Foundation's campus bias tip on. Now, this was uh, reported in a story here. And so. Basically, this professor, Scott Connolly, informed his intro ecology class that they were only to use reliable news sources. And those sources? Ooh, who, are, who is reliable if Fox News isn't reliable? Now, who are some of the examples that he suggested? Well, he said, guys, you should use CNN and The New York Times. Those were his definition of reliable sources, because, of course, they were. And he said, please do not draw from questionable sources, such as the National Enquirer, Fox News, OANN, blogs, etc., and so basically, this man's saying, hi, guys, don't use any conservative source. Don't use any right-leaning source because those facts actually really offend me. And so if you want to get great in my glass, then you might want to stick to the New York Times, CN- MSNBC or CNN. And so basically, I guess one of the students in the class shared this with a reporter. And so they reached out to the professor for comment. And he actually said, this actually has nothing to do with conservative media outlets. And I'm at a complete loss as to why you're jumping to that conclusion. Maybe because you said, use CNN, use uh, the, uh, what was the other source? New York Times, but don't use Fox News. Don't use OANN. Uh, Sources that we all know are you know, definitely on the other side of the spectrum, but those are those aren't fair game. But every other liberal one is. That's that's interesting to me. But he said this has nothing to do with scientifically af- accurate news pieces that focus on the topic we're studying. It will be much easier to complete the assignment in a reasonable amount of time if students start with the reliable news organizations that I suggested. Now, what's interesting about that entire statement that he releases is that he actually so in the in the comment the request for comment the reporter actually publicized as well. They specifically asked the the professor that if they chose to use, if any of the students chose to use information from a conservative media outlet, would they be penalized grade-wise? And he avoids that entire question in his statement, going on to get really, really defensive and aggressive here, saying that he wants, he and basically gave an assignment to the reporter, saying, please share with me where your scientific training and expertise was obtained so I can better appreciate why you found those news sources to be excellent choices to complete this assignment. And I do remain quite curious which particular news stories from these sources you deem to be best suited for this assignment so please forward me that list when you compile it um so man was pretty was pretty heated got a little hot in the collar because of that one and so uh, you know this guys this is this is not surprising to anyone who actually follows this stuff because guys we know that this is literally how academia is and, and what they've become they've become the cesspool for one thought and groupthink. where diversity of opinion isn't something that's heralded even though that that's what i thought like higher education was just to be all about about diversity of ideas about diversity of viewpoint uh and not just one because that's not education that's indoctrination if you just have one viewpoint that's endorsed and subscribed to um but for some reason that's the left um that's the left's ideal reality and ideal world um so that is very much concerning and i wish them the best but Guys, yeah, yeah, we're fighting a real battle on our campuses. And honestly, it reminds me of the fact that, you know, I remember when we were supposed to actually be stripping federal dollars from schools like this that, that push their left-wing ideology so um, unapologetically. 
because that's not what people are paying for. That's not what your tax dollars are supposed to be going to. Just as if, just as your tax dollars shouldn't be going to Planned Parenthood, they certainly shouldn't be going to some tenured professor to go and, and indoctrinate your children and tell them to reject all the values that you've raised them to have. Um, I don't think anyone envisioned that when it came down uh, to education in America. And, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that reality. Uh, but unfortunately, it is the place in which we find ourselves today. And the fight continues but guys thank you so much for joining me uh and i'll, and I'll see you guys next week i'm so excited um about uh you know everything that's been been going on because I, I really feel as if guys i think people are really waking up in a really real way and i mean that because i've seen so many friends of mine who voted for Biden, um who were like oh my god like what did i do um, and so I, I, I don't know, guys, I think we're going to continue to see a really a big tide, um, just really tide shift. And it's going to be incredible to watch. So, guys, I'll catch you guys here next week uh, for episode 21 of CJ Pearson Uncensored. Hey, guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. C.J. Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.